Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, what's that? What's that George Thorogood song? I drink alone. Um, I'm I'm actually glad that that freaks here. Burner's in, uh, and and hopefully some of a few other of our regulars because currently I'm I'm doing this thing solo. I don't know where the fuck these guys are. Uh, I mean, Ian, I, I kind of knew it was 50, 50 tonight, but as far as Ben and, and Scarps, I have no idea. Ben's probably still trying to figure out how to plug his computer in. Um, Scarps, you know, Hey, he's a new father. I mean, I, I get that, but, uh, uh, I'm just glad to see that freak has changed his bong water for tonight. I, I feel, I feel really kind of special. I mean, it's a special night when the bong water gets changed and, uh, uh, you know, Jennifer's here as well. Welcome, Jennifer. Holy shit, Scarpizio is here to save my ass. Uh, let's see, where is he? There he is. Holy what's, shit. Thank God, that? man. I thought I was gonna have to run this thing by myself tonight. Oh, it's okay. I had uh I have uh I have a little friend here. Um I have a little little, little how'd you say hi? Oh geez, oh man, little oh, there friend. it is. I, I was afraid way. you were gonna op- uh, unzip your I'm fly in. or something. No, I'm a, all right. So thank God. He, he might make some noise, but you know he's no already. No problem. How how is the little man? I mean, he's living life, man. He just got fed, just got changed, you know. Good for him, just let out a massive fart. You probably could have felt in Oil City, but so be it, you know. <laughs> so in other words, he's had a night very similar to myself. <laughs> I, I've eaten, I've been changed, and I've had gas. I, I mean, what? The, it doesn't get any better than that, man. I mean, it could be worse. I'm telling you that much. So, uh, I, I, yeah, and and uh, it certainly could. But welcome aboard, buddy. And uh, I have no idea where Ben is. He must be getting a few reps in, uh, uh, last minute <laughs> reps or something. But uh, good question by Freak. We'll we'll cover that. Uh, wants the group's point of Steelers view. Steelers Freak. Cheers, cheers to everybody. Yeah. Steelers Freak appreciates yep. the old soul, old school rock. I mean, you know what? We got a great. We got a great crew on we, the we do. podcast. We, we, we got a great following. It's it's wonderful. We Love really you all. do. And uh, uh, you you are a regular or a great bunch of regulars, and we are very blessed. I when I when I started this little blog like twelve or thirteen years ago, I didn't really anticipate this kind of thing. But uh, believe me, it's awesome, awesome. Love it, and you guys are a big part of it. Um, so OTAs are underway right now. Um, Steelers have uh, been on the practice fields and. Uh, you know, the OTAs uh, are not like they were at one time where you could actually, um, you know, oh, I don't know, bump the other guy. Uh, you know, now it's it's uh, very limited in terms of the physicality, uh, a lot of agility type stuff. I mean, you know, you, you can get after it in terms of blocking dummies and sleds and things like that, but you're not going to be bumping other human beings. That's just all part of the collective bargaining agreement that that's been done for a while, and and, uh, uh, and so unless you're the Patriots, uh, yeah, that's right. I see the Pats got smacked. Uh, well, that wasn't about uh, like like I, like getting physical, was it? it was I don't more... think I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure every year for the past you know yeah. decade, there's been at least one team that was was penalized for. Yep some violation or whatever it was. Um, you know, it's just, it just, it's just funny because like they're known for, they're known for, you know, 
obviously we understand Spygate and, and Deflate Gate or whatever. Yep, um, yep. but you know, it's just, it's, I mean, like, like you can't write this, like you can't write it any better. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, it, when Steelers freak, hell yeah. And big beds burner. This is the Lagunitas hazy wonder IPA. Their Ooh, variety pack good. is wonderful. Um, and it has a dog on every can and uh, we have two pups. And then I got this, I got this little buddy here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like it's just like if because like I mean, if you asked any casual NFL fan like yeah. what team cheats, they'd be like, "Oh, the Patriots." And literally, like the news breaks, and it's like they're they're you know whatever. Oh yeah. It, you know what will be funny is if let's say Belichick retires next year, it'll be really interesting to see in New England if there are similar incidents like they've had over the last twenty years. Because I'm guessing there probably won't be. You know, it's it's funny. It's funny because, I mean, obviously earlier this year, or well, a month ago or whatever it is now. Yeah. They didn't cheat, but you know, they they did something that if the Steelers didn't benefit from it, they would Steelers fans would have been pissed. But yeah, by trading with the Steelers to mm-hmm. to move back mm-hmm. and essentially not letting the Jets get. Broderick Jones and the in the in the Jets were like, oh, we weren't taking him anyway. Of course, they, that's a good PR answer. Right, but right, um, I'd be like, if that if that hurt the Steelers, Steelers fans would have been pissed, obviously. But um, I agree with you though. Like I, you know, I wonder like when Belichick does hang it up, and you know, is it going to be? I mean, we'll look before him. They had success there. They never won a Super Bowl. But, right, you know, right. Who? Bill Parcells, Parcells. Pete Carroll, yep. Drew Bled, Drew, you know, Drew Bledsoe. You know, we talk. You know, I, I'm. We already got a tangent here, but um, go for it. That's what we're all about in the off season. You know, I, Matt Ryan. I, he didn't retire yet, but right. He 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 said he's gonna like whatever. So he's sort of in limbo, and and I I, I it was like I saw it. I was like this might this probably last week, but they were like, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? And I'm like, yeah. no, he's not. Like he's not a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, he has one. He has one MVP, which is fantastic yeah um <laughs> uh, he's way it's one mvp which is fantastic he has great yeah. numbers but he's not a hall of famer in my book so getting back to that patriots and then i drew bledsoe had really good numbers he you know like and and, and it wasn't like they had a great running back in curtis martin yeah. can't forget dave meggett remember dave meggett oh that little maggot watch him go yeah and uh, coats vincent brisby i've random I, this is Jonas, see, this is what men do when they get older. They just name random players that they, yes. they remember. Yes, so. no, that's very true. We we do. I, I I mean, God, the name. My wife asked me that all the time. How how is it you can't remember to to do this or this, but you can remember like the starting lineup from the '73 Steelers? I'm like, you know what? I because I'm more interested in the '73 Steelers than I am anything else. So sorry, yep. honey. Um, you know, I don't know. It's just I agree with you about Bledsoe. I, I mean. Pretty big numbers. He had, he had, if I remember correctly, didn't he have a couple nice seasons in Buffalo? Like decent, you know? Yeah, and that was like that was when the the Bills were like always hovered around that seven and nine, eight yeah. and eight. Um, yeah. I think him and uh, here's a name, Eric Molds. Him and Eric, Eric Molds Mold. connected a few times. Um, but yeah, I I I want to say, I want to say he was the quarterback of the Bills. 
that one year they smashed the Patriots like the first week. Yes, I think. And it then was. the Patriots won the Super Bowl that year. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, like thirty-one nothing in the opener. Yeah, or something it, like that, that. might have been that. That might have been the one where Brady got smashed. I can't remember who it was that hit him. There, it's like it's like his helmet came flying off. That was very very yeah. very long ago. But oh man, um, it, it is. But he did. He he had a really nice career. And uh, you know, you know, to, to Jen's point uh, about the meme or the, the the photo of Juju and the Pats fan and Juju flipping him off and. Oh, now yeah, Juju's I remember a that. I do you know, remember I, that. I, I, it's it's just it's further proof that that time moves on and loyalty is not what it used to be. And, and I'm not just knocking Juju because there's plenty of players in the NFL. They're they're not worried about what's on the side of their helmet. They're worried about the money that goes into their paycheck. And and I get that. I totally get it. Uh, I think there are still some loyal guys out there. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, largely, I think that's an antiquated notion. I, yeah, loyalty is also a two way street. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, we talk, I've talked about this on the show and I've, I've, you know, I've worked with many players that, you know, have always been like, I want to retire a Steeler yeah. until the Steelers don't offer you that much money or as much money as you wanted. And right. another team does. Um, but you know, I, you know, at the end of the day, and I can't stress this enough. It's a business and we're yeah. entertained by this business. And oh yeah, um, we are doing what we are doing because of that business. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, it, it is funny though. It is funny about Juju doing that. And now he's, and now he's working for the emperor. Yeah, right. So. Right. He's, he's now one of the emperor's uh, guards, uh, you know, and, I can't remember what they were called specifically, but my, my Star Wars. Uh, I've uh, seen the movies. I just yeah, I don't know enough. My, you my know. knowledge is is dropping quickly. Um, you know, again, OTAs are underway, and and um, good to see TJ Watt out there and not falling into a swimming pool. Um, I, I I I mean, we've all been there, and, and I give him a lot of credit for putting that out there and and kind of making fun of himself because uh, he didn't have to. And and he did. Um, it was it was, but it was funny. And uh, it, let's also just real quickly be grateful that he didn't hit himself in the head or something stupid, uh, and have or, a freak or, or or tore his sack. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, can you imagine just some freak I mean, kind of accident? Just just trying to clean your pool and you go in. Um, but no, he he's back and and uh, looks good by all accounts, as most of these guys will this time of year. Um, you know, you, you can't get over the size of Darnell Washington. He just looks like he, I mean, he's a man amongst boys, even though he's one of the boys, you know, cause he's a young man. And, um, but it, it, you know, I, in terms of personnel right now, the, the one thing we know for sure is that, that Isaac, uh, Simolu, um, he was at left guard and that was something that we talked a lot about in the off season once we acquired him. Was how were they going to work that that line uh, lineup, if you will? Because James Daniels traditionally a right guard and center, um, and Samalu at Philadelphia had played right guard, so you know somebody was going to have to give there. And and so as of right now, and guys, it's it's really really early, very very early. Um, it looks like he's at it's at left and. Um, you know, it also looks like they're they're going to make Broderick Jones earn it too. I think he's uh, 
definitely behind Dan Moore right now, just in some early reps and stuff like that. So, you know, the, these are the things to look for. And um, obviously, I, I think the most important thing out of all this OTA stuff, no injuries. And and the, the, any injuries that are going to happen are going to be the soft tissue uh, type things, the hamstrings, all that stuff. But God forbid some guy blows out an Achilles, blows out an ACL. I, I thought I saw some. Didn't somebody out west just do that? One of the teams out west, I thought I saw an injury out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been on the Twitter sphere or whatever, Snap Face or yeah, well, I can't Insta book. Um, but no, I don't know. But yeah, you're you are right. There's always there's always a couple big name players yeah. that that season ends before it even begins. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm gonna go back to something that Freak asked right at the yeah. beginning about what a successful season looks like. Um, I'll let you take that first, Ryan. Um, what does a successful 2023 season look like for the Steelers? I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just going to preface by saying a successful season ends with, with a championship. <laughs> okay. But I understand that there are other levels to look at, too, when you look at the big picture of what the team is. So I'll just say that as well. But go go ahead. What would you say? I mean, you're absolutely right. When when you're at this level professionally, um, your goal uh, is to win the win it all. And for years and years, um, you know, Art Rooney, when, once Art, once Dan started talking less, what's up, Ben? Um, right. Art would always say, you know, our first goal is to win, win the division, mm-hmm. and then win the Super Bowl. And I always yeah. liked that. I always liked that because winning the division doesn't guarantee you a, a bye week or whatever, but, right. but a guarantee, like it's, it's, a, it's a respect thing. It's a dominant it guarantees thing. you a home game. Yeah. And, and yeah. yes, it, yes, it guarantees you a home game. So I always appreciated that. And they haven't quite said that recently. Um, and, and that's fine. I'm not yeah. worried about that because it's not like they don't want to win. Um, but let's, let's, let's be honest here they're not ready to contend yet. And that's fine mm-hmm. that they're, you know, they went nine and eight last year after being two and seven or two and six. They're two and seven. Two and seven. Two and seven. Okay. Two and seven. Okay. I had it right. Um, and, and, and I think we, and we said this on the show, we looked at that schedule and we said, you know, you know, damn well, Mike Tomlin's going to rattle off, you know, four or five in a row or five out of six. And then yeah. look what happened in nine and eight. Um, I mean, I, I, I hate to toot my own horn here, but I'm going to. I said at the beginning of the season they could go one and five or two and four. Yeah. And and Steelers Nation is going to be apoplectic and yep. want Tomlin's head, and they're still going to win nine games. Mm-hmm. And they did exactly fucking that. Well, that's because yeah. uh, uh, you just got lucky. Uh, no, it's because yeah. they had a really fucking hard schedule, and they had a below-average quarterback – to start the season out, I'm sorry, Mitch. You're uh, you're a nice guy and all, but uh, you oh, played like shit. Uh, they have a terrible offensive coordinator. Uh, the offensive line still do. Was, was not good. Um, they had a lot of things that that were working against them. And then on top of that, T.J. Watt, Torres Peck, which I didn't yeah. see that coming in, in week one. But well, yeah, yes, and I. So to answer your question, Steelers freak, I I agree yeah. that that. Um, 
that that they do. They need to win a playoff game. And do you think they're going to do it this year? Because well, well so, just just to so, preface, freak asked in the comments right yeah. at the beginning of the show. He, he you know he wanted to know from us well, what we what we think a successful season would look like in twenty twenty three. So. A you successful know. season, I agree with Ryan, would look like a playoff win. Um, but and I, I think this is a playoff team, but I'm not sh- I'm not sure. I think they're a wild card team, and they're going to be playing like a two or a three seed. Yep. And the AFC is tough this year. Yep. You have to, you know, and, yeah, and you know, and obviously the non the non losing season streak is is you know we we talk ad nauseum about it and and i mock it but i also respect it and appreciate it but we we all do but i mean if they go nine and if they go nine and eight and they get a wild card and they you know let's say you know let's say it's they go to jacksonville and win which they usually don't do but you know or you know or something like that whatever um to me that's a successful season and i and 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 you know so so we sit there and say like oh it's winning winning a Super Bowl is the only I get that but also like when you got a young team you have to you have to yeah, be you real, realistic and acknowledge and, 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 what they have there yes. and yeah. and for, people every fucking year by people I mean Steelers fans believe that the Steelers are this this talent juggernaut guess what they're not and they haven't been for a while you know I well, even like. The 2019 season where they rattled off 11 wins in a row, they did that because was it 2020? Yeah, it was yeah, 2020. Was yeah. 2020. Um, they yeah, 2019 was uh, was Mason because Ben ripped his friggin' elbow. Um, they uh, they did that basically on Ben's back. I sorry to put it that way, but you know he was smart. He was he running his own offense. Touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. He was I, he was. He would go to the line. He was writing plays up in the dirt. He was telling guys at the line what routes to run. <laughs> the defense knew what yeah. routes everybody was running, and they still couldn't defend it. And, I, I, and yeah. yeah, yes, we also had a very good defense, which didn't hurt matters. Well, I don't know about very good, but good defense in 2020. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, somebody figured out that the – Wink Martindale figured out that the uh, the Steelers' offense was all predicated upon the short pass, mm-hmm. and he figured mm-hmm. out how to defend it. And in that long that long long week we had, where we were supposed to play on Thursday, and we didn't play until the, the following Wednesday because of COVID. Yeah, that was a mess. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, and all of that was, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all of that. Uh, that was bullshit. I mean, uh, that was that was John Harbaugh trying to to stall as long as he possibly could because he had a bunch of guys who were out. Yep, making excuses and the NFL placating him. Yep, that was total bullshit. You know, I would also say too is as much as it was Harbs, the league didn't want to see RG three or Trace McSorley, and they ultimately got both of them because right. <laughs> Lamar wasn't cleared in time. Um. You know, I, I just, you know, and we, and I, you know, I've already seen the, 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 you know, the sunshine and rainbows, you know, crew already being like, you know, 13 and four and, and this and that. And I'm like, let's game yeah. by game. Time yeah, by Kenny time. Pickett's going to be an MVP candidate. I don't know if you've heard that, but it's, it's definitely true. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I'd love it if it is. They, 
they hey, you, you know, know what I would too, but you don't go from seven TDs and nine picks to MVP in right. one season. That right. would be not only unprecedented, it would be fucking incredible. And that it ain't would, happening. That would be the literally single greatest turnaround oh, player wise. Yeah. Oh ever. Huge. Ever. I agree with you. And he has Matt Canada. That is not fucking happening. I'll be impressed if he throws for 3,500 yards. I'm serious. I'll be impressed because the run game is going to be improved, so they're going to lean on it more. Mike Tomlin's going to go, yeah, okay. Your passing schemes, Matt, not great. So we're not going to lean on those. We're going to lean on the run game. We're going to set things up with play action, and we're going to throw less. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's exactly what it is. I think that's what all this has been geared to. Um I, 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 you know, to, to just get back to Freak's question and I'll, I'll move on. But, you know, for, for me, this team has the potential to get to a playoff game. And I, I think, I think that's good. I also think it has to also be accompanied by improvement by Kenny Pickett. Uh, it's gotta, it's gotta be, be there. Um, the offensive line for what we've invested in it has to show improvement. So, and, and obviously if you get to the postseason, then it's more than likely those things are, are coming to fruition. So um, that, that's what I would say is a quote unquote successful season. Um, I think they're another off season, another draft and another, another round of free agency away from being a contending team. Yes. I, I would agree with that. Um, one, one thing I would yeah. say last thing about this Maybe it's related, maybe it isn't, but this is this is this anything goes. Cam Hayward's window is closing yeah, rapidly. Yeah. And and I don't want to say this in a negative way, but with TJ Watts window is also closing. Mm, and I, I don't know about I that. Don't, okay. How long do you think he could realistically keep up the production that he's doing and staying healthy? That's the hard part uh, yeah. because his yeah. playing style is such that it, it makes it difficult. Those guys go 110 miles an hour all the time. I buy those guys. I mean, he and his brother. Um, what he does have going for him is that he's got his brother's experience that he can lean on. His brother can mm-hmm. say to him, look, don't come back early. When you're injured, make sure you take care of it this way. Take it seriously. Like a peck tear is a big fucking deal. It, I was it, talking, it is. talking about Derek, right? No, I'm talking about JJ. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're you gonna know. sign JJ. This well, week, J- I was just gonna say JJ is gonna be next to him in the huddle. Yeah, so he's, like, he's, no, yeah, no, right, he's he's right. he's really not. But you know, Jeez. if something should happen, you know, he's he's got his brother he can talk to. And I, so far as I know, Derek's still a free agent, which he I is. Honestly, think kind of sucks. I I mean, I know the Steelers paid him ten million dollars and right. all, and that's great. But Whoop. sorry, Bob. I. Uh, I uh, so you're just going to move – you're just going to assume Connor Hayward can play special teams and fullback, and you're going to put him in there. Well, we're going to talk about that rule change later, and I think that yeah. I think that for guys like Derek Watt, that hurts them. Badly. Because, because yeah. 
I know there's still punt plays, and I and I know that there punt still, you can fair catch on a punt too. But right. exactly, and I know there the, you know there's 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 a variety of special teams plays, but there is not going to be any reasoning for paying a person to purely play on special teams mm-hmm. like that anymore. Just my opinion. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Call, well, call. I, I, you know, Watson year seven, the peck thing always scares me um, because a lot of guys have struggled to come all the way back from those. I, types I of think things. that if Watt can stay healthy, then yeah. that's an if, all yep. right. Yep. I think if he can, and like I was saying, I think he's got his brother's experience to lean back on in terms of staying healthy and recovering from nagging little injuries, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. saying, you know, his brother can say, okay, here's where I screwed up. Here's what I did wrong. Here's what I learned, you know, and, 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 and lean on invaluable. that experience. And that helps. Yeah, yeah it, um, is. it does. If he can stay healthy, he can probably do this for another four or five years. If you, if you look at past rushers who are, are productive, I mean, Joey Porter had a 20-sack season after he left the Steelers. Yeah, that was a big year, man. Yeah, it's Miami. That's true. true. Um, I, I, I mean, I I think the signing of Golden this week uh, is, is important to watch. Oh, hell yeah. Health, because I think if if they have faith in Golden, which they should as a veteran, a veteran guy, um, then I think that might add games to his career, Watt's career. Um, if, if they don't feel the fall off is, is terrible. Now I'm not saying you put golden in there for, you know, two, three series in a row. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just simply Maybe saying you do. You, he's the hot hand, you know? Well, you, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just to be able to get TJ that breather when he needs it, because as you alluded to, the dude goes 110 miles an hour all the time. Um, you, and you can't, you can't tell him to slow down that that's no. not. That's just not who he no, is. No, and and Marcus Golden is not Jameer Jones, right? Right, He's, and I and I I think that's a big difference. Or Malik Reed, Reed. or Malik Reed. Right. Yeah, Malik Reed was. I mean, I get it. It was desperation. They didn't really have any other choice, but Malik Reed was not. Yeah, a, um, Marcus Golden. There, and, and and I hate to be the guy that predicts because I hate to I to have Marcus Golden can get you five to six sacks a year. I, I'm serious. Yeah, Marcus I agree. Golden yeah. should have should I think have so too. My my only question about Marcus Golden year. is he'll have a fuck ton of pressures even when he doesn't get sacks. But my question is, can he drop into coverage? Can he do that? Can he mm-hmm. learn all the nuances of the defense? You know, or is he just strictly going to be a guy right. who who rushes on every snap? Um, the the, the Steelers, to my knowledge. Uh, they have been saying really since the beginning that they are trying to get a deal done with, with Alex yeah, Highsmith. They made an offer. Yeah. Um, uh, an, an offer has been made and, and doesn't mean you know, he's going to accept. It. Right. And, you know, I, I, as we've discussed on here, I think the, the thing that he's got to decide he being Alex Highsmith is, you know, and he's made the right statements uh, in terms of being Steelers fans, you know, he wants to be in Pittsburgh and so on and so forth. But at the same time, He's not going to take the so-called hometown discount at his age either. Um, to I just, mean, th- to this just might be here. his one shot. Right. Free agency. This, I, I don't want to say this year, but next year might yes. be his one shot at big money. Right. One time, you know, like Bud when he left. Yeah. Same deal. It was one shot. He had one time. Yep. 
Steelers were like, hey, man, you, you're going to one make shot, more on, one opportunity. Gonna, yeah, you're going to make one. Yeah, you're going to make more on the any, on the. If yeah, there's I any M&M fans out there. I'm just you're going to uh, <laughs> you're gonna make more on the open market than we can afford to pay you. Um, we know you're not coming back. Yep. Uh, we're not offended. We hope you're not. We're not even going to make an offer because it's ridiculous. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's also something, and I, I so here I'm, I'm and here's what I'm going to say, and I don't I didn't work with Alex Highsmith, but I I've heard he's just he's very nice dude, very active in the community, just like a good teammate. There comes a point too when you want to carve out your own legacy. Yeah. You don't want to just be, you know, TJ's T, you know, Batman to TJ or. Robin to Batman, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, um, but but so so there might so Alex so th- so that being said, I, it doesn't strike me as Alex Highsmith cares about that as much as he cares about actually just winning. Um, so now, and I, yeah. I, that does, and I'm not saying that Bud felt that way or, or, or I'm just saying Ben, you're right. Like you get a lot of times in this league, you get one shot to really cash in, especially if you're not a first round pick. Bud was a first yeah. round pick, but you get yeah. one shot to really get that to get some guaranteed money. You know, set yourself up for life. You know, maybe have a and maybe have Bob's maybe have a, de- a decent career. Um, but. It sounds to me like if I was the if I you know if I was the bet on it, I think Alex would not the home down discount, but I think Alex would want to stay here because he, he believed he, he would take less. I think he yeah. would take less to stay here, but you know not a lot less. Right? Yeah. He, less. Yes. That's the yeah. question. Okay. So I mm. don't see them coming to a deal this off season. Um, I hope they do, but I don't see it necessarily mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. But then next year, hopefully they do. I, I, um, would, I and Ben, you know this better than me. If we start to see news about restructured deals, for yeah, uh, for then they're those, they're that, looking to make some room to yeah. Then that tells me to it's add coming. some people, right? You know, and that would be their the first target. Um, Freak, you mentioned that uh, they they didn't have depth in the years previous to this. They're still lacking depth at several positions. Yeah. Uh, most notably safety and corner. Um, the depth there is, you know, getting better. Yeah. But it isn't, it's not good. It's, it's subpar um, in my mind right there now. Is, there's good depth along both lines. Um, there's improved depth at outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. The depth at inside linebacker is not great. Uh, and Cole Holcomb had surgery on his foot this year during the off season. Yep. And he still hasn't recovered. So they're not sure how quickly they're going to start him out of the gate. Um, you know, so I, I think there are some areas where the depth could be improved. It certainly is a lot better along the lines. No question. Mm-hmm. They need more depth at wide receiver for that matter. I mean, you know, what are they going to do? Are they, are they just going to, they're going to play Allen at, at slot. Are they going to, you know, what, what are they going to do? Who's going to be their kick returner? I guess you don't really need one anymore, but if you needed a kick, <laughs> that, returner, that's a good point. Yeah, if you we'll, needed we'll a kick returner, it. you know, what would you do? What's okay, Bobby? Come here. I, uh, yeah, that's the other thing that sucks about that, man, is, you know, kickoff and punt returns are exciting plays and, well, and they killed it. It's like, why the fuck? Let's say, I, I think we all want to talk about this, so let's get to it. Um, I'm the NFL, the, yeah, go for it. 
the NFL this week, uh, the owners voted to allow a kick returner um, to make a fair catch. Now, you, you could always make a fair catch on a kickoff uh, either way, but now if you are inside the 25-yard line and you make a fair catch, then the ball is spotted at the 25, whether you make that fair catch at the 23 or the 2. Now it's going to go out to the 25. Um, and I, I wrote a piece today that I thought Andy Reid's very simple comments were spot on uh, in, in terms of, you know, where does it stop? And then he made the comment about, you know, eventually it's going to be flag football. And that is my absolute worst nightmare, but that's way down the road. We'll get to that later. Um, so how does this, Scarps, how, how does this rule then affect the way a, a, a coach might approach uh, special teams units and certainly kickoff team, kick return team? You need to call Danny and ask him. I'm serious. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, on the on the outside look, on the outside looking in, right. I don't value special teamers like I used to. You know, I, you know, I, and I'm not even talking just you know kick coverage or punt coverage. You know, I'm talking you know do so do you you know do you do you have do you have a guy? That's the other thing. Like I don't, I don't fuck I don't know. Like this is this is a. You're taking away. You're taking away essentially the most exciting, one of the most exciting plays in the game. And I say that because the fucking start of the earmuffs, the start of the game is a kickoff, and then the start at right after halftime is a kickoff. Yeah. And like you're basically taking this away. And and I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you if you catch the ball at the one and you only get to the thirteen when you could have just fair caught it at the one and got to the 25, I'm cutting your ass right there. Like, like, like this is like, I don't know. This is, this is a, this is a big deal. People might not think that, but I said earlier, like, you know, the Derek Watts of the world or yes. even like Matthew is Matthew Slater still on the Patriots, you know, bless his heart. You know, like that dude, like literally yeah. is a special teams, a bowler like, every year. Like, and he, I mean, his contract isn't that big, but they paid Derek Watt like $4 million a year to play like to play like 15 snaps, yeah. uh, you know, on, or, or sorry, to get f 15 touches. That's probably more touches than he even had on offense, but like he was really good on teams and, you know, I don't necessarily ever think it's going to be flag football, but, but, you know, you might start seeing teams use, you might start seeing teams, you know, use a, you know, a kicker specifically for field goals and a kicker specifically for, for kickoffs, because if you can get a guy, here's a guy. Here's no, a guy here. to kick it really high and land it right at the 15, you know, like, but, but then again, there are already kickers you can that do fair, that. you can fair catch it though. That's the thing. Like there's like, like, right. and then, and then Ian brought up, you know, Ian, wherever you are, bless your heart as well. You know, you're talking about squib kicks and this and that. And it's like, but you know, if you don't, if you don't do that accurately, you know, it's going out of bounds or it's going too far or whatever, but also you can still just fall on the ball and give you there. You can give yourself up. Like there's just so many, there's way too many outs now mm -hmm. on a kickoff when it used to either be, you know, you either run it out or you don't. And now there's just so many different options. And I just, I think it's bad for the game. Uh, and it's going to cost, it's going to cost 
good football players' jobs. Yes, I think that's going to be uh, a residual effect of this. I, I hate the 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 strategy that it's eliminating as well because if I do have that kicker, and and most NFL kickers today do have that ability to kind of get it high, let their team run down. And and let you know force the returner to catch the ball around the two, three, four yard line and pin that guy in. And maybe he gets to the 13, like you were saying, Scarves to the 14. Your offensive play calling is different from the 14 yard line than it's going to be from the 25 yard line. Well, not with Matt Canada. It's gonna be run, 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 run short of the sticks. But no, you're but you're Touché. right. Touche. Touche. Yes. And and to me, that takes away that that strategy of the game and and the other thing is is yes the kickoff has become a a little boring because guys bang it out of the end zone so often but it's still an extremely important play an exciting play i mean it can completely flip momentum um you know especially you know it's notable that every special teams coach in the league was against this every single one all of them he called for a fair catch Uh, I want to point out that Mike Tomlin is on the competition committee. He is. And my understanding is that he's in favor of this rule. Thinks that it enhances the safety of the players. Oh, I I, I, I couldn't disagree. Or because um, he hasn't had a kickoff return in 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it definitely helps. It's Logan Logan, the last one to do it. I yeah. thought it was Alan Rossum. Alan Rossum? Was oh, Alan God. Rossum after Stefan Logan? No, no Rossum was before. I don't. Th- Stefan Logan never went to the house. He got he had one for the Steelers. Didn't I don't think he did. We talked about this last. Well, somebody look yeah. it up. All right. Well, if, I, I wish he was Alan Rossum in two thousand seven. Well, um, yeah. Anyway, yes, it's an exciting play. Yes, they're taking it away. Um, Derek Watt never made four million dollars a year. He made about three and a quarter. It was about three. Sorry. It was, it was about three and a quarter. <laughs> he made $10 million for, for, he made just under $10 million for three seasons. Mm-hmm. Which and, is still quite good. Well, yeah, it's, it's good yeah. money. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, the guy's, you know, he's, he's set. He really is. He's, he's okay now. Um, and if he plays someplace this year, he'll play for more than a million dollars. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I don't like the entirety of, of the rule. Um, I, I understand player safety. We, we are told this all the time. It is, it is beyond frustrating to me, um, to hear the league talk about it because let's be honest, the, this mess of Thursday night games, the flexing, the Thursday night game, that is bullshit, total bullshit. And the Steelers, um, the Steelers could be impacted this year. Yes. The week yeah. 14 game. Yep. But yep. The, the league has to give a 28-day minimum right. public notice that they are shifting the game right. from Thursday to Sunday, for and, example. Or, I mean, hypothetically, let's just say that the Patriots suck this year, which I think they're probably going to. They could move them out of that spot and move somebody else in. Now, the 28-day notice, though, only applies to those weeks 14 through 18, though, doesn't it? The other times it's just fourteen days, I think. Uh, I I thought, yes. yeah, I, yeah, I think yes, that's... it's fourteen days for flexing Sunday, 
afternoon to Sunday night and vice versa. Okay. But that's not that big a deal because right. fans that are traveling will be in town that day. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. No, no. Um, but, yeah. it, I mean, it, it's kind of a pain in the ass because some people want to fly back the same day. I cannot fucking imagine why, uh, well, but some people do. Yeah. So, like, if it, if it suddenly turns into a night game, then they got to change their tickets. But now, shit, man. You you bought your plane tickets. You're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yep. The NFL. Yeah, we're actually going to play that game on Thursday or instead of, instead of Sunday or vice versa. Right. That's total bullshit. Well, and, and I look and Art, at Art, to his credit, voted he, against this. He did. Uh, he but, was one of, of a handful that did. And I, I just look at, you know, the, the fan who maybe has never been to a game before and has saved up has planned, right. has set aside vacation time to do it. And then all of a sudden, oh, sorry, game got switched. And and you just don't have the ability to... to it's horseshit, you know, man. I, I just don't like... And let's be honest, we know what this is about. It's about TV money. Um, yeah, it that, is. That's, that's I mean, that, that, that... You know... And, and, and granted, okay, it was Mike Florio who said there's nothing in this rule that keeps the league from switching teams. Um. Let, again, let's just say the, the Patriots were terrible week 14. Right. The Steelers are not. The Steelers are at home. The Steelers are a good team. They're national draw. Yep. Uh, let's swap out. Let's have the Patriots play somebody else. And we'll look at the other opponents the Steelers have remaining, and we'll move them in instead. I think that's a pretty far-fetched possibility. Yeah, it would all have to line up because the Patriots would have to, to be able to play someone that they still had remaining on their schedule too. Yeah. But you know, you know, you're, Florio, he's got to push shit like that out there. Yes. And <laughs> you're, you're needing a hell of a lot of stars to align for. Yeah. For I mean, it, it's possible, yeah. but. Yep. Eh. yep. Hey Aaron, what's up? Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just frustrated with these rule changes. What, uh, uh, Ben explain the, the, what the league did with this third quarterback thing. Because I think there's some confusion about what it's nothing, could have man. been it's done. It's the old rule. It's it, well, I agree. Hey, okay, look, the old rule was you had 46 guys that were active. Right. One of them was a third quarterback. He was an emergency quarterback, and once he went into the game, he had to stay in the game. Then they came along and said, "Well, what if we just said 46 players? And you know, if we want to dress the third quarterback, we can. It's coach's discretion." Mm -hmm. And the, the league said, "Okay, sure." And now they're going back to a third quarterback, but he's a 47th player. Okay. So you still get 46 guys that are active. You yep. have 46 players that are active. You have 40. The 47th is your quarterback. The only thing they did differently is this for the third quarterback to come in the designated third quarterback, both quarterbacks in front of him have to be injured. Mm -hmm. And once he comes in, they cannot go back in. So, for example, the Saints with their fucking guy. What's his name? Uh, Derek uh, Carr. Taysom no. Hill. Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah. Their trick quarterback. They can't right. designate him the third quarterback and swap him in and out at quarterback. He's going to have to come in, declare himself eligible, and then <laughs> audible to another position. Or they've got to designate him as the number two. Correct. One of the two. Why not allow all three quarterbacks to be eligible players? 
What's the reason for? I think that the, they did this as a compromise because yeah. um, having 47 players available, sometimes you're not going to have enough healthy bodies. Yeah. To to put 47 guys out there, and you're going to have to bring guys in off the street or yeah. guys off the practice squad, right? Um, Belichick just wants to make it 53 guys. Everybody's eligible, right? On Sunday, for example, right? Yep. And other teams are like, eh, eh. no, <laughs> no. Well, this this just gives this just gives the healthier team the advantage on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And now that's no, uh, uh-uh. it's not I guess... okay. Let's let's all let's all be on the same playing field. Uh, we generally have about 40, 45 guys that are healthy. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's keep it at that. So there was resistance to pushing that envelope. Right. This was the compromise. Fine, you can have a 47th guy, but he's your third quarterback and he can only play in, extre- in extraordinary circumstances. And once he comes in, he can't come out unless he gets hurt, too. Right. And then <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, what, what if I had a situation where I had a player like Cordell Stewart? OK, Ooh, yeah, a, a great athlete. And I, it, but I, but I'm not real comfortable with him being my number two, and I'd I'd like to use him. Right. Can I list? Can I list him as a wide receiver? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna. That's what. That's what will happen with Hill. They list him as a tight yes. end. Yes. Yes. So, so if you have an athlete like that, you you yep. could you could get away with it by by listing him as a variety. You know. You know. Anything. Yeah, else? I mean. Variety position. He still has to declare himself eligible. Truth for the snap. True. Um, And then you know there'll be some trickery pre-snap. He'll line up behind the center. Okay. You know it's just like the wildcat. The wildcat's not going away. It's it's the same shit, same premise. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's it's fascinating, and and once again, the NFL is a reactionary league because you, of what happened in the NFC title game, right? Um, you know, so you've got but, Derek Carr and Jameis Winston, right? I don't yeah. see. I guess you could name Taysom Hill your your second quarterback if it benefited your game plan, and make Winston your your third guy, right? And then in the event that Carr gets hurt, what are you going to say? That Hill's got a fucking hangnail? I don't or, know. Well, that, that, <laughs> or, yeah. or, what, or do you manipulate the system and just say, hey, he can't go in. He's hurt. Yeah. Right. I it, mean, because I mean, if it's a head injury, I know there's like an independent, independent, you know, neurological consultant. Uh-huh. But you could just be like, yeah, he, he he has got he's got a bad hammy he can't play <laughs> and you just skip over a guy i mean i don't know well i think it's going to be interesting i i mean i i you know i it, i'm curious to see how the belichicks of the world manipulate this freak um, freak you know. they they sold this flexing of the games late season mm-hmm. when they were bidding the thursday night package okay and uh amazon won the rights they had the the winning bid, but the NFL told them that they wanted to do this. They sold it as a feature of the Thursday night package, right? Being able to flex better games into that, into that spot, which makes it more valuable for the party that's broadcasting it. So yeah. um, 
The long and the short of it is this. They're getting extra revenue, but that revenue is already figured in. I mean, Amazon bought the rights. They got to pay it now contractually. The NFL is not making more money on Thursdays as a result, but they lose credibility if they don't include the, the possibility of flexing games to Amazon, who now owns that package. Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is, is they had some absolutely stinker games last year. They're fucking were, awful games they, last there year. There were some awful Thursday night football games. Yeah, I mean, you had the, the what the Tennessee Jacksonville game with Josh Dobbs starting. No offense, no horrible. offense, Josh Dobbs, but I mean, come on. Um, oh, come on! We saw Josh play extended extended time versus Oakland. We, that was we, great. Uh, the MRI machine. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Mike Tomlin the other day was talking about um, the schedule, the fact that he feels like they really need to get off to a fast start. They uh, better because their schedule is easy. Right. At the beginning. Right. And, and and at the end, it's fucking brutal. And that's, I think, exactly what he was pointing <laughs> at. When you look at the, the end of that schedule, they need to be in a position where they have a little bit of room. Um, because if they find themselves in must-win situations those last three, four weeks, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Um, what what is Ryan? You might know this. What is the best start of a Mike Tomlin team, other than obviously 2020 when they, they started 11 and 0? I mean, uh, he hasn't always had the best starts, has he? You know, well, you can't set, you can't do quarters anymore because there's 17 games. Mm-hmm. But, um, huh? I, yeah, I'm, 2010 they were three and one. Uh, this is I have Rain Man tendencies here, but 21, 2010 right. they See, were. I knew you did. That's why I yeah, called on you. 2010 they were three and one heading into the bye. They were 12 and four that year. They were three and one after four and 20. 11 they were two and two after four Mm -hmm. i I don't i'll bore everybody i'm trying to think of the best the best start i I, 2010 they were really 20 um, that was my first year there they went to the super bowl the green bay they were good yeah they were good they were good that year i um for those first four games we were all nervous about it and (laughs) they started out two and two yeah you know that was fun football to watch well, too. Man. You didn't have that, Ben the first four, right? Right. That defense was so special, it was man. Stellar. And I know, I know, I know that 08 team, that 08 defense gets all the love and deservedly so. It yeah. was even but, better. Oh my god! Like I remember, like the Falcons were not bad at all, and they held them to like three field goals. Then they went to Tennessee, and Chris Johnson was probably the best running back in the right. game, and they shut mm-hmm. him down. Yeah, then they That was a Tam- really good rushing defense. Yes. Really yeah. good. It was. Went oh, to my God. Bay, smacked Tampa Bay around, and then that fourth game was at home against Baltimore, and Joe Flacco threw a late TD to TJ Hushmanzada. Um, it's weird I remember certain things, but anyway. TJ, um, who's your mama? Yeah. TJ, who's um, your mama? You know, I, yeah, I, I, I would say I would say Tomlin, except for the past couple years, um, in 2013 is usually they usually hover around 500. 500 those first for the four first weeks. ten games or so. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, you know, and then he unleashes hell uh, in December. 
Uh, yeah, that was that was day. great. That, that was, was that was a fun press conference. That was next a week. Fire Steelers. Yeah, they started six in. and two that year too. Yeah. They were six and two. That that was that was a meltdown. That was yeah, a meltdown. it was yeah, it was bad. Yeah, uh, but I, you know he's not wrong. They do. They got to take advantage of the schedule. They got to get off to a good start. Yeah. Um, I mean, even that know. 49ers game, you know. Yes. There. Who's playing quarterback? Does anybody know? <laughs> I mean, no. No, I mean, I, was, don't. I was, I was reading that. So, so Purdy, we don't know, but Trey Lance is training with Patrick Mahomes, which, which whatever, man, I don't have no idea what that even means. I right. don't think Trey Lance is very good, no. but the, um, I saw the other day that, that Shanahan has a lot of confidence in, in Sam Darnold and Sam Darnold has had Sam Darnold oh, still playing. Unbelievable. Well, he, holy shit. That guy's made didn't, like. Three hundred million dollars too. No, he hasn't made that. Okay, much I'm money. exaggerating, but no, he's made I know, a I know. ton of money. <laughs> no, but what, what's odd about it is that he beat the Steelers in 2019 when he was with the Jets. Yeah, and then that Panthers game last year was was a lot closer than I think it should have been. And I thought Darnold made some some nice he throws, made some good throws um, in the second half. And we always talk about you know. Well, Purdy's a system QB, or you know, it's all about a system with Shanahan. Yeah, and it's smart. like, well, fuck. I mean, Sam Darnold has a lot of, you know, has a lot of tools, you know, and if, if Shanahan could be the, the QB whisperer, like that's not as easy as you think. So um, anything can happen week one. But yeah, if they beat the 49ers, who I think are still a really good team. Absolutely. That's a huge, that's a huge. But then look at last year, they beat Cincinnati in such an awkward way and they sucked right. ass. Although TJ got hurt, but still. Yeah, you know, Darnold's funny because he'll he'll Darnold's make, made fifty four million. He'll make some great <laughs> throws and then he just shit. throws up a dunk, man. Yeah, fifty four million dollars for for being a terrible fucking quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I'm just the guy is set for the rest of his fucking life, and he's mm-hmm. awful. And when he came yeah. out, I was like, "Yeah, this guy, he's I, be I, good. I, I thought he was going to be, be good. good. I admit, terrible." Fake it till you make it. Yep. I thought I thought after that Rose Bowl he had he was gonna be good. Although Adam Gase is a QB killer. Yeah, he is, man. True. True. Adam Gase is a fucking curse. Yeah, very true. Um what else did I want to cover? I Ben, before you jumped on, we were talking a little bit about the O line. Uh Samalu is is playing left guard right now. Mm -hmm. Uh Daniel's at right. Um, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, Chooks is at right. Dan Moore's at left. They'll make Roderick Jones work for the, the starting job, of course. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, so on and so forth. Um, and they should. Yeah. They, yeah. They shouldn't, I have hand, no, oh. they shouldn't hand a rookie anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem with that. Um, so we I talked, agree. we talked a little bit about that. Um, uh, there is a rumor out there that the Steelers are perhaps interested in Isaiah Simmons, a linebacker out of Arizona. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy, the guy came out uh, just a phenomenal athlete. He's got incredible size at about what, six, four, um, you know, uh, 230 pounds. And, and, you know, as you mentioned in our chat earlier today, his, his biggest problem is he's really never had a, an honest position. They've never really, you know, Pigeonhole no, him into a spot, and and, and, and it, it occurs to me that 
I, I don't know. The role they've had him playing is killing him. He needs to get the fuck out of there. He needs a change of scenery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the, que- I mean, the question becomes, what's the cost? You know, to uh, get to 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 Pittsburgh, let's say right. hypothetically. I don't know. Um, usually, you know, um, usually the currency for a player that a team has given up on is a six. Right. But let's just say hypothetically they wanted a five from us, as Ian pointed out today, but they were willing to give the player and a six back. Mm-hmm. That would be okay. I, I'd be good with that. That would be okay because you still have the same number of picks. Right. I could live with it. I could um, too. It is the last year of his of his contract. Right. Right. So, so, so it would, would be have that. he'd either be a rental. Or it would be an audition, depending on, mm-hmm. you know, how things worked out and whether or not he wanted to resign and everything else. Uh, so you got to take that into consideration, too. But, yeah, Simmons was highly sought. Yeah, he was he great out. at Clemson. Yep. Yeah. And he's he's an amazing athlete. So, you know, it might be worth taking a flyer on him. I, I don't know. I can't say with certainty. Right. Because I haven't seen enough of the player to to really be like, yeah, this guy's bright. Um, definitely has sideline to sideline speed. Oh, yeah, no fucking question. Yeah, um, can he cover? I don't know. I mean, maybe he can do an adequate job in the flat. You know, uh, that's not real difficult mm-hmm. to do. Um, it, man, the last guy they had that could really do that well was Lawrence Timmons. Yeah, Lawrence Timmons in his prime. Yeah. Could play could play trail on a running back or a tight end, and make up the speed once the ball was was cut loose, and knock it down. We miss having a guy who can do that. Yeah, I mean, he he was unique in that sense. Um, And I, I, that's why I when I first saw that story about Simmons, I I thought I can I can actually see it because I think they're really that desperate to find that guy again. Um, and as you pointed out, Holcomb, I, I think expectations are going to be very high, but he is coming off a foot surgery. Um, yeah, but, uh, Holcomb, Holcomb's it, strength has never been coverage anyway. Right, right, exactly. And so, therefore, you're going to put that on Elandon Roberts? I, Roberts I Roberts is a thumper. He's Exactly. He's, it built in the same mold that, that Vince Williams was built. Yes, and so, therefore, you and Mark Robinson's not your guy. He's not going to cover. Mark Robinson is an enigma. I I'm starting to wonder if his issue last year was just that he's just not very bright. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's got the athleticism yes. and he he has the physical ability. You know, he's a big hitter. He's got all yep. of that going for him. You just you wonder what the deal with him is. Hopefully I, the light bulb goes off this year and he really starts to make it happen. Yeah, he's because he's he's gonna start running out of time. Um, yeah, if he if he doesn't for sure. Um, he's got well, he's probably got this year and next. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, early returns on uh, Kelvin Austin the third have been pretty good. And again, I stress it's just football and pajamas, boys Shorts. and girls. Uh, but uh, he looks good. Looks Hopefully good. Hopefully he uh, won't Alan, get injured again. 
Allen Robinson looks Basically good. The same thing about him last year, this right. time of year. And, right. Yeah. And, oh, believe me, I'm not. Dre Archer looked really good too. Yes, he. Dre Archer looked amazing in the preseason too, against backups. He was he was god. Well, especially running straight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Get him, to, I'm, get him to open space. There was a punt return or kick return where he reversed field and almost scored in a preseason. Yeah. And yeah. I remember being like, oh, damn. Oh, he and had. I, and then I remember being like, he's playing against he's playing against third stringers, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> playing against yeah. UPS uh, delivery guys. Yeah. Uh, no offense to UPS delivery guys who do a wonderful job, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm preface that. You know. Agreed. Yeah. 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 You know. Um, but yeah, you know, things are are cruising along. I mean, I I I thought Kenny Pickett handled the question about his podcast appearance with Ben Roethlisberger uh, in a most veteran way. I thought he handled um, the whole thing really well. He did. Like he, he did. Like even in that moment, he was never offended. He just sat there and listened and nodded his head. And he's like, "Hey, you know, that's cool. Thank you. And, you know, and, and that's cool of you to to like feel comfortable enough with me to be honest." Absolutely. Yeah, that's Absolutely. cool. That's cool that you yeah. invited me on your show and made it all about yourself, Ben. Have a good day. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, his show. That's his show, man. You know. It's been his show for since two thousand four. Hey, you know, there's a segment later. It's all about you, Ryan. So yeah, really, <laughs> shut sure. the hell up. <laughs> it's all about Casey. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't make and I didn't make two hundred million dollars for being his quarterback. And, 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 you know, the other thing too. <laughs> Ben's comment doesn't piss me off nearly as much as the fact that he's getting really fucking good at being a podcaster. That's what's pissing me off, dude. He's been good at it. I know, but he's like, he's gotten I'm better from the jump. Sitting there sipping a beer with sunglasses on, and they're talking yeah. about uh, Jesse James not catching the ball. And he's exactly. like, let me see. Who's that against? Patriots. Huh. wonder why that would count. Oh, he's good. Like, he, he, yeah. Immediately. Personally, personally, I think he's been watching this program. I think you're probably right. To get some tips. You did interview um, him once, so maybe he thought I, I did. a lot of you. I, I did interview him for, for about five minutes. It was great. I'll never forget it. Um, actually, what I'll never forget is when he walked over and introduced himself to me, and he and we shook hands. Yeah. And I was looking about eye to eye to him, okay? Yeah. His hand. Are gigantic. Oh, my God. My yeah. hands are not small, okay? Yeah. They're not huge, but yeah. they're not small. My hand disappeared in his hand. It yeah. literally disappeared. And I thought, okay. I Which reminds why. me, why have you seen yeah. Darnell Washington catch a ball? Oh my and how, god! How tiny the ball looks in his yes. hand. Yes. I'm like, Jesus you, Christ! This is it. Looks big, like a Nerf ball. Big you, man. Big. Do you think Ben, with his big hands, knew exactly what he was doing while talking to Pickett? Because Pickett has small hands. Do you uh. think <laughs> Ben was playing mind games? <laughs> he didn't bring up his fucking hands. I'm just being a dick. Relax. Oh my god, I thought you'd know my whatever. Did he this keep show, going like this, this show tonight. Was he, was he doing jazz hands a lot? Then maybe. Um, he shook Kenny's hand multiple well, times. But the thing, I, I, again, I thought Pickett when he got in the locker room after the first day and he was asked about it, and he did. He appreciated Ben's honesty, and he was and, just like in the locker room. He was just like, "This is a fucking nothing burger. Why are you right, asking me about it?" But he was polite in his response. Yes. Where you know, if they asked me that, I'd be like, "What the? What are you fucking asking me that?" The other, Why? the other thing too is, is, and I, I just want to say this is, 
is I worked with Ben and I I like Ben. I got along with Ben. Of you know, didn't didn't you but, sit around a campfire once with Ben? I have yes, yes. Yeah. That we we have shared beers. He you know he has bought me beers. He has all that being said. Yeah, yeah. He was the king of saying stuff to the media, and then they would follow up and he'd be like, I have no idea what, what I didn't say that. Like it, like, so it was like, it was almost like annoying to a point. So, so now that he's gone, he still annoys me in that sense. However, I respect that It's a show and I respect that He said what he said. And I just want to say this. He, it had to have been very hard for him to not be wanted back after all that he did for that franchise. And and I know that I know he, he was a he was a he was a it was time know, man. Shell, I, and listen, I know it was, a, it was he's a shell of his former self. Yeah, but I just want to say this, and and I you know I'm gonna make it about me right now. I'm gonna say this, but like it was hard leaving there. Yeah, of course it was. Like, and I didn't even play quarterback, let alone do anything for that franchise. So like, and I left on my own terms. He basically was like, "Yep, yeah, <laughs> don't come back." You know what I mean? Like. And, and that had to have been hard for him. So for him to say, like, so for him to, we all know he hates Mason, but for him to, to say, like, Kenny, like, I like you, but, like, I really didn't want to like you, but but I like you now. Like, you won me over. Like, right. it's a cool moment. And, you know, I also think, too, that, you know, I didn't get too hell-bent on what he said, but, like, there no. were definitely people, and I and I, and I respect their opinion, too, that were like, oh, he's a diva. You know, he can't let anything. The dude isn't just some scrub like Ben is a hall of famer. Like the guy, right, like, right. so I think like, you know, if you take a step back and like actually look at the whole situation, like, you know, we always want honesty out of people, but when people are honest, we don't like it. So yeah, it's fuck yeah, of, exactly. Yeah, people like, always you know, want you to be honest until you actually are. Then you're right, a dick. Then you're a dick. Right. And, and, yeah. And Which I, is I, why I'm just a dick because fuck it. Yeah. Just be, just be yourself then. Just be yourself. Fuck it. Um, I'm gonna think I'm a dick anyway later. You know, I, I just, I just want to. I'm gonna say this, and yeah. and you know, you know, because because Ben does get a bad rap, and I and I get that, but like I, you know, he was good to me, and and he was he was good to 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 many people, you know, that attended that attended training camp. I know, I know that for a fact that that he, you know, you know, he wasn't out very much, but on those veteran days off, the next day he might have been out, and you know he picked up everybody's tab at, at, at Dino's and Latrobe, 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 if technically Latrobe. you've been, in, if you've been at Dino's and you know where Dino's is, you know, there were plenty of many, you know, many a times when people would leave there without paying a dime for something. And, and that's, you know, I know he made a lot of money, but that was very nice of him. So, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, Ben, I, I, you know what, I, I'm calling it right now. I think Ben is, is I think not this Ben, not Ben Anderson. But Ben Roethlisberger is actually yep. secretly watching the show. He's got a little alias on the YouTubers <laughs> over there. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's one of these people. You know, Steelers it, freak. It's, yeah. it's, he's instead probably of, freak. You know, it's probably it's probably RB seven instead of BR seven. We just right. keep keep an eye out for that. Um, but no, like it, you know, I I did I as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, fucking Ben. Like, but I I you know how many times like right. Like there, there is definitely, and I'm gonna go try to find the picture. There's definitely an interview where he said something, and I rolled my eyes because I was standing behind him, and like, and like I'm just like, oh, come on, man, like the fuck, why did you say that? Like he said something like, you know, the doctor said they'd never seen an injury like this. I'm like, 
what are you talking about? And then poor, and then like poor Aditi, poor Aditi was like, wait a minute, you you said that they'd never seen an injury. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, what? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Fucking said it. But now Freak says Melvin is the mole. Uh, oh, probably. Shit. Yeah, it, it could be that, that Melvin or Big Ben's burner. Yeah, Bert, that would yeah, be pretty wait obvious, a minute, though. Wouldn't yeah, that would be obvious. Big Ben's burner would be way too obvious. Yeah, you know, you know I, 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 again, I, I, I've said this on this show, and I'm going to say it again because sure. you brought up fucking Mason. Um, everybody <laughs> has people that they've worked with that they didn't like. Um, I have employees now that work for me that I don't particularly care for. So, you know, at the end of the day. Sometimes you got to work with people you don't like, and some of them are good at their jobs, and some of them suck, like Mason. Yeah. Here's a, you know what? I'm going to say this too. Oh boy. Ben has never said a bad word about Mason. Never said a bad. He he's he never just gone doesn't to acknowledge bad. him. <laughs> so 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 what? He's never said a bad word about him. Um, he's never said a bad word about him. He's also just never gone to bat for him, but. But Mason right. was asked about that, and Mason yeah. had a really Mason Mason had a really good response to it. Um, so you know, whatever. I, I yeah. mean, what no. was Rudy's response? He just he just said he like he He's didn't, very professional. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah he said that. Um, like he he said, you know, when when you know I came in, I was younger, and Ben was a little bit older, and and it might, and, and like he said, like it was probably hard for him to like relate to somebody like a lot younger. And mm-hmm. I agree. Like I, agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in my mid, I'm in my mid thirties now, and like you know, I like I meet somebody like you know, you know, out of out of college or 22, whatever, and you're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Get and they have no, lawn. yeah, and like you know, <laughs> even my like even some of my cousins that are that are young, like I like. I'm like that Steve Buse- Steve Buscemi meme where it's like, <laughs> how do you do, young kids? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how like, do you do, fellow kids? Yeah, fellow, yeah, fellow kid, whatever he says. Yeah, like that that's yeah. how I feel at some time, some point. So like so like 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 Mason might have been like, Hey, I'm, yeah, nice to meet you. Ben's like, you're too young. See you later. You know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you know what? Aaron I honestly, stir the pot. I, I think that that um yeah, actually I, I, that's actually a great idea. That'd be fun. It show. would be pretty fucking um, cool. I think that that Mason Rudolph is a genuinely nice person. Absolutely. And and that is how he always says the right thing and and pretty much does the right thing except for when he's playing quarterback. Um as far as him being a stealer, like he you know, the the dude's likable. I mean, he is. He's just not a good quarterback. And I <laughs> You know, we can sit here, we can theorize why Ben didn't like him or they didn't relate well or whatever the fuck else. Um, at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> what? Pretty sure my kid, just la- I'm pretty sure my kid just laughed at that. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, but Rudy, uh, uh, I'm trying to put this diplomatically. Um why bother at this point? <laughs> Come on. I just, um, I don't think they ever uh, uh, hit it off, but I think it had more to do with the fact that Ben was like, 
why the fuck did they draft this guy? Yeah, needed a guy on defense. This is fucking yes. bullshit. Yeah, it was a so lose. Immediately, yeah. immediately, that, yes. he was like, I don't like the pick. I don't like the guy. And then he couldn't relate to the guy in the locker room. And it was just like pff, downhill from that point. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to find or- a way to put that more eloquently. No, no, I, I don't know that there is right. one. The organization, and I and I mean, the organization did Mason no favors. No, either. man. That, that and was, like they stood up and said, hey, we had a first round grade in this guy. Dude, that. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> And he's gonna go hold a he's gonna go hold a, a clipboard for us yeah. for a few years. Yeah, I, I Kevin was an outstanding GM. I think that was one. I of agree. His poor that was a moments, blunder to say that. Um, here's a guy that watched I mean, even. Ben. Here's a guy that watched Mason Rudolph and James Washington torch Pitt that year. <laughs> you know? That's right, he did. The year, the year that Mason was backing um, Ben up, or a couple of years, and Josh Dobbs was the third team guy. Ben would come off the field and grab the Microsoft Surface and go to Dobbs. And he and Dobbs would go over and discuss what just took place. And Mason was off doing his own thing. And it wasn't, wasn't that, that was not Mason's choice. That was Ben not inviting him into the, into the huddle. But that that was, that was cool. But that was my whole, that was my whole point about, about that relationship was like, Ben never like even acted like he cared. No, and, he just didn't acknowledge the guy. Never. But okay, it, uh, I I can't believe we're gonna have this conversation right now. But but like you hate Mason because of you hate Mason because you think he sucks at quarterback. But it's like I didn't hate him. I just think you, he sucks. Okay, you think he sucks. But you know maybe, who I you know who I hate honestly, and and you're not one of them. So I, I'm just gonna be be blunt about this. The people that annoy the shit out of me are the Mason fucking defenders. Are the Matt Canada defenders. The apologists that are out there that say that these guys could be really fucking good if blah 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 and Tomlin's holding them back. I'm like, do you fucking watch the games? Are you fucking kidding me? I defend watched this guy for five years. He sucks. I defend Mason personally, but I also think he's not as terrible as everybody thinks. But but before he got a before Miles Garrett smacked him with his own helmet, he had four picks. Like I can accept that, but I can also accept that he was throwing to guys like Johnny Holton right. and Cody White. Cody White? Yes. Wait. No, I've ma- watched, no, no, no. I've no. watched too many. Cody White wasn't there like four years ago. High, giving the DB the time to get to the ball anyway. and and pick it and or bat it down. Unable to throw open. But and I'm going to tell you this right now. Just that. I don't think he believes in his own abilities, so he holds the ball and he won't pull the fucking trigger. Um, he is the anti-Joe Burrow. Burrow is like, fuck it. My guy's there. Dude. He's I, almost going to be open. He's going to go to his break right now, and he's throwing it, anticipating it. I and don't give Kenny, a shit. I love Joe Burrow. Kenny, I don't care. I, I, I'm not saying I don't like, yeah. like Joe Burrow. I, I, what like Joe I am saying is, by comparison, there are guys who do what Burrow does. Because Burrow doesn't have a real strong arm. He doesn't. He's smart. He throws the ball with anticipation. He's tactical. He knows exactly yep. where guys are going to be. And Mason he's not... does not do yeah. that. Kenny doesn't do that yet. If Kenny can make some progress, yes. if Kenny can make some progress in that regard this year, he'll be a lot better quarterback. Yeah. That has I, to happen. I, I, you, you know, have though, to be able my to biggest throw guys fee- no, sorry, sorry. A fear of mine is that Allen Robinson and his um, 
Allen Robinson said it is. Mason is not better than Mitch. Yeah, I, was, I, I saw that too. Claude, I appreciate you. I I don't know. I That's debatable. I don't know. I'd, I'd have that. I'd Mitch have, is good. He ain't. I'd, yeah, I'd have that. I'd have that conversation. Well, but Again, the, the thing, that another conundrum for me about Mason Rudolph <sighs> is both his parents were college track athletes. <laughs> And he is fucking slower and he is than he fucking slower than shit shoes. and can't feel cannot feel a pass rush and has cement Wait shoes in the pocket. Didn't he have like the longest rush in the yeah, Lions game? Did you see I it? I think it was in the Lions game. Did you see it? The field yeah. opened up because they were like yeah. waiting okay. for him to throw it. And they it were like, like it was like my he point was just is, like my well, point shit, is, I'm just the, gonna have to run it. <laughs> my point is the running game was so terrible that Mason Rudolph had the longest rush. Yeah. 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 I think it was in that Detroit tie that he had a scramble for like 16 or 18 yards. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Casey Kasem uh, available tonight. He is. My son is going to get to hear Casey for the first time. Oh, <laughs> this, is hilarious. this is a momentous occasion. Um, is, is he up right now? Fire away, Casey. Oh my goodness gracious. All right. Let me take a sip. Here we go. Casey's Coast to Coast, American Top 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was May 25th, 1973. Ryan from Pittsburgh is back with us this week, and he writes, Dear Casey, Hello, old friend. It's really good to see you once again. That's, of course, Eric Clapton. Casey, I know you weren't asking, but I consider Eric Clapton as one of the greatest free agent guitarists of all time. He was in, of course, the Yardbirds, John Mayall and the Booze Breakers, Cream, the Plastic Ono Band, Blind Faith, Delaney and Bonnie and Friends, Derek and the Dominoes, and when he got tired of shitting gold, he said, maybe I'll fly solo for a while. Casey, has anyone ever told you you were wonderful tonight? Let's get back to task here. The Steelers kicked off OTAs this week. It's literally football in shorts, but that didn't stop the Sunshine Crew from telling you that Kenny Pickett, the Steelers' first-round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft that went to the University of Pittsburgh, has put on 15 pounds, which equates to him throwing about 500 touchdowns this upcoming season. (laughs) Speaking of Kenny Pickett, he joined the quarterback formerly known as Ben Roethlisberger earlier this week on the Football and with Ben Roethlisberger podcast. It's a show that consists of talking football and drinking beers. The Steel City Blitz crew has been doing that for much longer, but hey, who's counting? (laughs) Anyways, during the show, Ben Roethlisberger revealed that it was hard for him to root for Kenny Pickett because Pickett succeeded him. If there's one person that can make it all about himself, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Casey, I can't tell you the number of times he made an outlandish statement to the media, and when he was asked about it in a follow-up sequence, he was like, I didn't say that. <laughs> ben knows exactly what he's saying all the time, even if he's had 15 icy light mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> but Kenny handled it well. You might say he handled it with heart, grit, and determination. After all, he's a winner. Casey, I have to admit it made me like Pickett even more. But there's one thing he's going to need to do to really win me over. If he's going to really be that killer that the Sunshine Crew thinks he is and Steelers Nation thinks he is, he's going to have to shed that smile. 
No more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> well, Ryan, you definitely made this up about five minutes before the show started. But as always, thanks for writing to me. Up three spots this week to number 26. Here's Alice Cooper with No More Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, that's a great tune. Good one. Good one. God, it's hard to believe that was 73. Uh, what was I going to comment on there? there was you were, six, what, four or five? Uh, it wasn't. Wait a minute. Didn't did, Roethlisberger actually had a pretty funny line this week too? He said something about he has several oh, every fucking week. Well, he does, but he he ripped on Kenny because he couldn't finish his beer that he was shotgunning at right. that concert. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Now here's a guy that can't sh- finish his beer can't when he's in front of fucking him. beer. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Hey, uh, next week we're going to be off. Uh, Steel Sun graduates from uh, high school next week, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. And uh, Steel daughter uh, coming in, into town for this. Steel daughter is coming in. She'll be she'll be coming in the day before, and uh, then uh, the, the parents, uh, my grand, my parents will be here. So it's going to be just one big cluster fucker on this place, and. Uh, <laughs> And and we'll be we'll be back a week after that, so just off next week, and and uh, you know, so yeah, good times, good times, empty nester, uh, just about. And oh uh, yeah, wow, well man, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, I've basically been an empty nester. The kids gone all the time as it is. So, but uh, anyway, but please uh, check out the website steelcityblitz.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those other wonderful things. And, um, well, YouTube, obviously. And thank you for everybody. We really, really do appreciate our regulars that come on every single week. I, I appreciate anyone who shows up in here. Uh, well, I do. If you uh, interact with us, I just yeah. I really appreciate you showing up. Don't, yeah, it's don't, nice. don't be afraid to interact with us because we're just, we just have a good time doing this and, and everything else. Well, when Johnny yeah. shows up, I get to tell him to fuck off. Well, but. Johnny's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from what I can tell, anyway. Uh, Dad has a whiskey flask in the bathroom. Dad has a whiskey flask in every room of the house, freak. Uh, that's why I go through it so damn fast. Uh, but anyway, so again, we'll be off next week, back at it, uh, two weeks from tonight. And thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you then. This has been the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. They do.